Welcome back to Brailcast, connecting the dots for Brailists everywhere. And coming up this time, the Brailists Foundation held a meeting at the National Federation of the Blind Convention in July 2023, and Dave Williams was there with a microphone, and we're going to join Dave and see what he got up to. We are at NFB 2023 and of course the Brailis Foundation have taken this opportunity to have a little bit of a face-to-face gathering, a bit of show and tell, bring some Braille enthusiasts together uh, to, to learn and spread uh, what we know about Braille. So I'm just going to sort of hover around the room and just see if I can bother a few people just to introduce themselves, uh, perhaps say where they're from and what they have got from being at the Brailist Foundation meeting. So, um, Steph, I'm just going to come into you first. So if you just tell everybody who you are, where you're from, what you do, and what you've got from this uh, Brailist Foundation meeting. I'm Steph Sargent, and I work with Ed Rogers from Bristol Braille Technology, and we've been doing the demonstrations of the commute with moonwalking and maps of Bristol and spreadsheets and all kinds of things, snake and football matches, only there's soccer over here. And the Brailist meeting I found really good, meeting loads of different people in person who were producing brilliant things like the team app for uh, from Lighthouse California and um, I've had a go with the Hubble Hubble thank you and um, and the new orbit with the orbit speak and all kinds of things it's been really good fantastic and speaking of Hubble uh, right here we've got Freik from the uh, Netherlands um, from Hubble uh, do you want to just uh, introduce yourself and um, just uh, tell people what you've got from this experience and where they can find out more about your product. Yeah, of course. Once you're like the best pronunciation of my name I've ever heard from someone not in, from the Netherlands. So that's so. My name is Flake, and my name is Flake. I'm one of the co-founders of Hable, and I was here to showcase the Hable to several people. And to be honest, I always love Brailist events. It's the most like nice, great people that you, that you can meet. And I was able to show the Hable to several people that have never seen it before, and it was amazing. I got really great feedback. And I just really like Brailist events because everyone knows so much more than me, and that's just great. Yeah. And, and to find out more about uh, your product? Oh, yeah, you, if you Google Hable, but if you, or if you go to our website, iamhable.com, you can find anything you like about the Hable one. And Hable is H-A-B-L-E. Yeah, H-A-B-L-E. Thank you. Excellent. Okay, thanks very much. If you want to find out more about the Canute, you can go to bristolbraille.org, and we're taking pre-orders for the Canute console. All right. Fantastic. Thank you very much well i'm just going to keep on moving along here and uh, see who else is in this corner hello hey hello i'm just uh, incoming with a microphone sure yeah so um i'm garrett and i'm here with caroline we're both from uh, a cube design um and yeah you can check out our website at a cubed.design that's a c u b e d dot d e s i g n um and in terms of what we got out of this tonight i think it was really great to meet up with a lot of people who are facing the same challenges that we are who've conquered the challenges who have you know gave us warnings of don't put yourself down this rabbit hole or you know you can you can put yourself behind and I, I really find it just amazing how collaborative this industry can be and how much people can um, help you out Caroline is there anything you wanted to say on tonight yes so at a cube design we're working on making a more affordable and repairable Braille display we really want 
to make Braille accessible to people, especially people who have not had the exposure or the ability to learn it yet due to barriers. So we're hoping that with our low cost and ideal Braille learning platform on the device that we can make Braille more accessible to people. Excellent. Thank you very much. So that's acubed.design. That's uh, certainly a unique uh, uh, address there. dot design. Excellent. Thanks very much for uh, for coming and I hope you found this experience useful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm going to go back round the table. We are in a, a suite on the seventh floor of the Hilton Americas Hotel in Houston, Texas uh, on uh, Wednesday evening of convention week. It's the NFB's uh, 83rd annual convention and uh, lots of meetings of course going on along and uh, sorry to interrupt. Can I just say hello? Hi, this is Matthew Wallace. Hi Matthew. Do you want to just uh, tell everybody about what you do and what you've got from uh, this uh, meeting this evening? So I'm from the Touchpad Pro Foundation. That's the Braille Doodle and we're trying to make an inexpensive mechanical product so that you can learn Braille and practice Braille and then you can have free drawing on the other side. So two-sided tablet for drawing and Braille practice. $90. Oh, wow. And uh, and how do people find out more about that? Touchpadprofoundation.org. We had a successful Kickstarter, and that's over. And so now it's a Google form. So you express your interest on the Google form, and we'll bill you and catch up with you when we're ready to buy Christmas. We're trying to buy Christmas. $90 for the big standard and 75 for the Braille Doodle Mini. So okay. Touchpadprofoundation.org. And uh, did you see anything today that you'd not seen previously? Did you meet anyone new? Yeah. I, I'm really happy to be with thank, thank you for this event. Uh, I had uh, the Orbit products up there. I had seen before some of those. And then the Hable, I'm trying that out. And then the Canute was, uh, was new to me because I last saw it in 2016 when it was four inches thick. Now, there you go. There you go. So it's great to see all this technology evolving. Evolving under our fingers. Right. Thank you very much, Matthew. Moving on then. So incoming, gentlemen. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm very well. So we're recording for the Brailcast podcast. Uh, so would you like to share who you are, if you've got anything that you'd like to promote, um, and uh, if you've got anything from this experience in terms of meeting new people or getting hands on with something that you hadn't tried previously? Yeah, sure. So my name is Kai Lee. I'm from uh, Toronto, Canada. I'm an independent consultant uh, doing digital accessibility testing and tactile graphics projects. Um, right now, I'm primarily working a lot with the National Network for Equitable Library Service um, and working on a lot of their uh, different projects. Some of them are uh, tactile graphics related, so making Lego diagrams accessible, origami diagrams as well, uh, and promoting greater access to tactile graphics through um, pictures and novels, so fantasy maps and all those kinds of things, uh, just to encourage development of uh, tactile and um, so that's my main thing and I participate in the uh, Australian Museum the Accessible Graphics Group, the 3D printing meetup and I'm part of the uh, EBRF um, Tactile Graphics Task Force so yeah. yeah a lot of different things going on. You'll know James Bowden then. <laughs> I do yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Excellent. Oh well, that's great work going on uh, with the with the EBRF uh, standard, and um, 
Uh, did you did you discover anything new? Did you meet anyone today you've not previously? Um, I know some of these people uh, in this room because we've uh, you know talked about different projects and collaborations in the past. Uh, but you know. It, it, I think it's just been a really nice uh, meetup to uh, say hi again and to also have really interesting discussions about um, different philosophies and how you represent tactile graphics. I know um, Caroline and uh, Ed and uh, Garrick and I were all chatting about that and the difference between uh, symbolic representations versus more uh, graphical representations based on line drawing and other things and the advantages and disadvantages of that so that was a you know quite a fun discussion we had tonight mm, that's uh, yeah the f philosophical uh, yeah yeah very deep right okay i'm yeah. gonna move on thank you very much this, you're welcome yeah okay hello 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 how are you doing all right yeah do you want to just introduce yourself to everybody who you are if you've got anything that you're working on in the the field and anything you want to promote and also what you got from this experience sure yeah my name is marco salsicha i'm a senior native of mobile accessibility coach from DQ Systems, uh, and I'm also the owner of BlindSVG.com. I'm from Oakland, California. Uh, I love teaching blind people and low vision folks how to draw, like do tactile drawings and create uh, illustrations, diagrams, charts, graphics, all using nothing but a scalable vector graphic code. And my BlindSVG.com site goes into a full-on tutorial on how to exactly on how to do that. Um, and I just happened to be here in the room for this when this Brailless meeting started, and I uh, was really happily surprised to know that it was all of the hardware showing off Braille and tactile graphics, uh, and you know, being able to be in the room where all of this is really starting. Um, you know, the advancements in tactile graphics in the coming years is really, really interesting, and I'm looking forward to being able to create on these tablets or feel live updates to the code that I'm writing, or when anyone else wants to illustrate and feel like be able to iterate fat quickly without having to emboss or print or rely on visual assistance. Um, so yeah, I'm extremely interested in how and where this is going, and I can't wait to be a part of this. And and you and I have got a little germ of an idea as well that mm -hmm. um, you know for people who go out for walks or runs and and they maybe log that on a uh, on a GPS device like a you know an Apple Watch or something like that. Maybe upload it to Strava. It's possible to to pull that data out, and and we're going to try and see if we can make that into something tactile. I say we. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be more you than me. Uh, but I'll supply the data. How about that? Yeah. I'll, yeah. Go, I'll go and do the running. Yes. I'll go do the running part, and then you can crunch the, the data. Exactly. There you go. That yeah. sounds like a good arrangement. Yeah, right. that'll be perfect. Like I just I just got done messing with a few different things in JavaScript, so. Yeah. You can you can illustrate with SVG code, but you can also uh, write JavaScript to to edit and run like uh, basically load an SVG image once you put it into a browser. Mm. So provided I have all the data, I I, I was recently playing with um, having it calculate y equals x squared and cra and draft and drafting uh, you know the, the the graphic right there for you in the browser. So once you give me all that data, I'm looking forward to writing something in JavaScript that. Uh, grabs all the data, pulls it out, and renders it in a way that you can then print out through an embosser or yeah. place on one of these one of these very tablets here in this room and feel it, you know, for yourself. Cool. So all right. Looking well, forward to it. Thank you. Good to meet you, Marco. Thank you so much, Danielle. Yes. Do you want to say hello and uh, who you are, what you do? Because you've got quite a few braille things going on in your world. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I am in New York City, and I am a braille and tactile literacy educator who volunteers at the Andrew Highscale Braille and Talking book library. Um, I was telling folks earlier, the dream I have is 
when we start teaching Braille after we start teaching tactile literacy. That's the dream I want to see come into fruition. Um, I'm doing a lot with the EBRF project, in particular the Tactile Graphics Task Force, coming up with a set of standards for how we will get Braille and tactile images onto the same dot array so that things can be read not just Braille separated from images as it's always been electronically for us. So kind of doing a lot of tactile discrimination and um, training folks from the ground up, whether they've lost their sight later in life or if they're three years old, which is one of my newest people who I'm teaching. And how can the listeners keep across uh, the, the projects that you're involved with? A big way to do that is to start keeping an eye on APH has an eBraille project link that they're starting to get email lists giving updates on eBraille. It's APH and Daisy and a few others collaborating on that list. Um, so there's that and those guidelines will be coming out very soon. Um, you can keep in touch with the Andrew Heiskell Braille and Talking Book Library. Just putting that into Google is the easiest way to find us. We also do a lot of online stuff like Braille, online Braille teaching and different things that come up around tactile skills and assistive technology as well. Excellent. And uh, did you meet anyone new uh, this evening or uh, get your hands on any products that you've not uh, experienced previously? I had not seen Hebel before and I had not seen the A-Cube designs modules before. I got to take it apart and put it together with some just some verbal guiding from the folks who are designing it. And that was really, really neat. So we got to start seeing what user repra uh, replaceable Braille displays can look like in the future. I have also not seen the Orbit speak from Venkatesh and those folks. So that's really cool. And I'm looking super forward to the moonwalk I'm about to get to do in about five minutes. There we are. All right, brilliant. And that's the value of these face-to-face -face, right. uh, meetings where we can uh, explore tactile technology. And it's your room uh, where we are holding our gathering as well. So yeah. thank you so much thank for you. that, Danielle. We I, uh, really appreciate it. I had to say for a moment, there was a little bit of a like, a kind of a wow factor just hearing all the cool people who are participating in the future of low-cost Braille yeah. and how really incredible that was for everyone to be together. So thank you so much for coming and for being willing to use this space for that. And, and thank you for your hospitality. We, we very much value that as well. So we're with a couple of familiar voices, a man who's never been recorded before, JJ. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, just tell Marco everybody, well, um, uh, Marco, we, we've just heard from, but why don't you, uh, JJ, just for Brailcast listeners, who surely they must be aware of Blind Bargains and AT Guys and all the stuff you do. Did you did you meet anybody new? Did you discover anything new coming to this? Well, we're still kind of just looking at all the, the new refreshable Braille products that are out there. Uh, We've, we've been uh, distributing a lot of Braille stuff since well, the past several years with the Canute that you might be hearing in the background there and the Orbit products. Uh, we, we also are the U.S. distributor for the Versa paperless slate. So we're always just looking for new, cool Braille things as the multi-line Braille revolution, for lack of a better term, kind of starts to take hold. And, and you're, you're running a, a business, right? So you've, you've got to get these products to kind of at least wash their own face, as it were. And, um, you know, you've got to make those 
sort of commercial decisions. How how hard is that when you when you're looking at something new that that's um, you know perhaps uh, a little bit more difficult to explain or something that people haven't seen before when you're introducing those sorts of products into your range? What, how are you guided? Like, do you think about actually? Do you know what? I just love the idea. I'm going to give it a go. Or is it a kind of a more of a in your head workout? You know, the business side of it. It's. A little bit of column A and a little bit from column B, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's partly, okay, what's already out there in the market? What yeah. is this bringing that is nothing else is already doing? And that could be new features. It could be a lower price. It could just be something that's faster or different. So there's a lot of things uh, that really go into that decision. You know, everything from the business side of things, what the, you know, profit margins are, but really more importantly, what, what kind of technology is happening and what innovative things are we bringing into the space? Yeah, you're, you're, you're willing to take a chance. You, you know, you, you're willing to give uh, products the benefit of the doubt and let the market decide. I definitely try to get into the, the smaller businesses. You know, yeah. I think it's small support small. And that's a mantra I love to try to live by when I can because, you know, we have other small businesses that are trying to bring products into the blindest market. And we're a small business that's trying to sell products into the blindest market. So it can often be a very symbiotic relationship between all of us. Okay. All right. Well, and I know Ed is, is, is mid-demo at the moment. We can describe this demo. I can't believe anybody from uh, the world of Brailcast hasn't heard of Bristol Braille technology and the Canute of course we have the Canute console now so just tell us very briefly Ed what's what's new with the Canute console well the Canute console is the Canute with a keyboard and a built-in computer and we're doing computer science on it and we're also doing things like maps so what we're doing here is we're doing a map of the moon surface where the Apollo 11 are landed and uh, and we've got things like L's representing where the lander is, N's representing Neil Armstrong's footsteps going around and you can discover features on the moon and that's an experiment that we're trying now with Marco. Uh, and, and which directions are you going in? I just want to You're still inside the lander aren't you? You're going yeah, north. All oh, right. okay. Yeah. It's a big lander. Big lander. Oh there you go. So there's an interesting philosophical discussion about you know do you literally represent the tactile sort of visual yes. image or do you use some kind of you know symbolic system you know to convey more information which you know that goes right to the heart of, of tactile print versus braille in a way you know it does, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean it's super, yeah. super important and mm. I, I almost feel like you liberate tactile graphics when you when you when you use tactile graphics to represent data uh, rather than represent visual graphics, if that makes sense. So we're not, we haven't taken this from a visual map. We've taken it from data about the positioning of items on the moon. So we're not really trying to make something which looks like the visual map. We're just trying to make sure the things are laid out right. And it's an experiment, you know, we'll see. But, you know, I, what I love... Uh, paper maps and embossed maps and this is not the resolution of those things so but it can refresh fast so you end up with different things for different purposes and the conversations will continue so from all of us here at the NFB uh, 2023 convention of the National Federation of the Blind stay in touch bye for now we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Brailcast, the official podcast of the Brailleists Foundation. You can find more Braille-related content by subscribing to Brailcast, all one word, in your podcast client of choice. Or listening to Brailcast, connecting the dots for Brailleists everywhere on your smart speaker. You can also find past episodes on our website at brailcast.com. 
If you have comments on the podcast or suggestions of topics or guests for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please email help at braylists.org. You can also find the Braylists on Twitter at Braylists or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Foundation. Finally, if you like what you've heard, spread the word. New listeners are always welcome. So if you know other people who are interested in Braille, please tell them where to find us. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone at the Braillists, thanks for listening and bye for now. The costs of producing this episode were defrayed by a grant from the Activate Fund of the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. For more information, visit wcmt.org.uk.